Hi, this is Mrs. Young, and welcome back to your Banned Books Week episodes. Today we are going to be reading from Dear Martin by Nick Stone. And this book has been banned for language and for um, sexual situations. So as a reminder, with all of our books, it is your freedom to choose what you are reading. That's what Banned Books Week is all about. Today, we will again have uh, Mr. Goings be reading from Dear Martin by Nick Stone. August 25th, Dear Martin, a.k.a. Dr. King. First and foremost, please know I mean you no disrespect with the whole Martin thing. I studied you, I studied you and your teachings for a project in 10th grade so it feels most natural to interact with you as a homie. Hope you don't mind that. Quick intro. My name is Justice McAllister. I am a 17-year-old high school senior and full scholarship student at Russellton Preparatory Academy in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm ranked fourth in my graduating class of 83. I'm the captain of the debate team. I scored a 1560 and a 34 on my SATs and ACTs respectively. And despite growing up in a bad area, not too far from your old stomping grounds, I have a future ahead of me that will likely include an Ivy League education, an eventual law degree, and a career in public policy. Sadly, during the wee hours of this morning, literally, None of that matters. Long story short, I tried to do a good deed and wound up on the ground in handcuffs. And despite the fact that my ex-girlfriend was visibly drunk off her, excuse my language, I apparently looked so menacing in my prep school hoodie, the cop who cuffed me called for backup. The craziest part is while I thought everything would be cool as soon as her parents got there, no matter what they told the cops, these dudes would not release me. Mr. Taylor offered to call my mom, but the cops made it clear that since I'm 17, I'm considered an adult when placed under arrest, a.k.a. there was nothing mama could do. Mr. Taylor wound up calling my friend, S.J.'s mom, Miss Friedman, an attorney, and she had to come bark a bunch of legal hoo-ha in the cop's face before they'd undo the cuffs. By the time they finally let me go, the sun was coming up. It had been hours, Martin. Miss F. didn't say a whole lot as she drove me to my dorm, but she made me promise to go by the infirmary and get some cold packs for my swollen wrist. I called my mama to tell her what happened. And she said she'll file a complaint first thing in the morning, but I doubt it'll do any good. Frankly, I'm not real sure what to feel. Never thought I'd be in this kind of situation. There was this kid, Shermer, Carson, black dude, my age, shot and killed in Nevada by this white cop back in June. The details are hazy since they weren't any witnesses. But what's clear is a cop shot an unarmed kid four times. Even Fisher, according to the medical examiner, 
there was a two-hour gap between the estimated time of death and when the cop called it in. Before the incident last night, I hadn't really thought much about it. There's a lot of conflicting information. So, it's hard to know what to believe. Shamar's family and friends say he was a good dude, headed to college, active in his youth group, but the cop claims he caught Shamar trying to steal a car. A scuffle ensued, allegedly, and according to the police report, Shamar tried to grab the cop's gun, so the cop shot Shamar in self-defense. I don't know. I've seen some pictures of Shamar Carson, and he did have kind of a thuggish appearance. In a way, I guess, I thought I didn't really need to concern myself with this type of thing because compared to him, I don't come across as threatening, you know? I don't sag my pants or wear my clothes super big. I go to a good school, and I have good goals and a vision and a great head on my shoulders, as Mama likes to say. Yeah, I grew up in a rough area, but I know I'm a good dude, Martin. I thought if I made sure to be an upstanding member of society, I'd be exempt from stuff those black guys deal with, you know? Really hard to swallow that. I was wrong. All I can think all I can think now is how different would things have gone had I not been a black guy. I know initially the cop could only go by what he saw, which probably did seem a little sketchy but I've never had my character challenged like that before. Last night changed me. I don't want to walk around all upset and looking for problems, but I know I can't continue to pretend nothing's wrong. Yeah, there are no more colored water fountains, and it's supposed to be illegal to discriminate, but if I can be forced to sit on the concrete in two tight cuffs when I've done nothing wrong, it's clear there's an issue. That things aren't as equal as folks say they are. I need to pay more attention, Martin. Start really seeing stuff and writing it down. Figure out what to do with it. That's why I'm writing you. You faced way worse, I mean stuff, than sitting in handcuffs for a few hours. But you stuck to your guns. Well, your lack thereof, actually. I want to try to live like you. Do what you would do. See where it gets me. My wrist is killing me, so I have to stop writing now. But thanks for hearing me out. Sincerely, Justice McAllister.